the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Smash with you right here. Beautiful day, lovely day. Magnifico, I got to say. Hey, uh, Lolo's right over there. We're giving away a lawnmower, but not just a normal. This one, them riding lawnmowers. Got it, what, a 40-some-inch blade? It's a 48-inch. Yeah. It's, nice. It's not, I got to sit on it. It is yeah. sweet. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. All right, and it held you? It held me. So, yeah, because you and I are men of size, and if it'll hold us... And it will hold uh, anything from triple XL to petite. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Be you man, woman, or beast. Bertles took care of us on that, and we're going to give that up at 5.30 because from 6 to 4 o'clock, been bidding all day long on this machine. And I think it's like a $3,400 machine. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Somebody's going to get it. We're going to announce that coming up in just a little bit. In case, speaking of announcements, you haven't heard. President Biden today announced that Vice President Kamala Harris will be the U.S. representative at the border. All right. She's going to handle all that stuff. All the migrants coming in, legal, illegal, all the kids that are coming in with or without their parents. She's going to handle that whole thing. That's her deal, the border now. So this should be something. Now, we happen to have, courtesy of the Worldwide reporting of Smash Daily, our crew here. Um, actual tape. I shouldn't say tape because they don't use that term anymore. Actual recording of Vice President Kamala Harris today on the border talking with one of the illegal immigrants. I did not know that she spoke Spanish. No me toques. Talk no about. quiero hablar contigo. Oh my God, no te soporto. Me da asco. Déjame hablar contigo. ¿Cómo voy a arreglar el problema? Tú sí que eres bien estúpido. ¿Sabes eso? Estúpido. Mm. En verdad, tú me caes súper mal, Juan. Be Bájame el tonito de voz. No sabes lo que tú hiciste, Juan. No te hagas el loco. Tú no me conoces. Esta mujer es más complicada. Uno trata de hablar con... Oh, ahora no soy complicada. Bueno. Tengo hambre. Ponte a guiar. Hambre. She's talking to a man who's trying to cross the Rio Grande yeah. without the right papers. So I say, if she's going to be like that, one of two things, either something will be done for the positive or international incident within the next three days. She's so got it on me. lock. That's what oh, yeah. the kids say. Yeah. She's got it on lock. We'll have more of your vice president, Kamala Harris, at the border dealing with the legals and illegals, dealing with the governments of Mexico, Honduras, Belize, whoever they all coming from. 
Because I tell you what, man, if you're speaking Spanish like that to a dude that speaks Spanish, you're making an impact. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. That's what a person of that high echelon in politics should be doing. That's making an impact. But right now, speaking of impact, let's go to the headlines. Nice. And notice how it just stops abruptly there because that means it's time for me to come on. And speaking of the headlines, Kamala Harris has a niece. Mina Harris is her name. Now, we know about this uh, guy who shot up Boulder, Colorado, the uh, King Super, the supermarket over there, killed 10 people. The vice president's niece is in hot water over this. United States' Vice President Kamala Harris's niece, Mina Harris, is really copying it online after she tweeted that the suspected shooter in Colorado was white. Mina had to delete the tweet after she was accused of racial profiling by assuming that the man that killed 10 people at a Boulder grocery store was white, but he was actually Syrian. Harris tweeted, The Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. She later apologized for making the assumption. I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on his being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the US are carried out by white men. But of course, Mina Harris's tweet came with a lot of backlash and people were not shy in calling her out. Drew Holden said, Cannot believe the sister of the vice president is going to get away with sorry for doing a racism, but I just figured, you know. Another said, majority of mass shootings in the United States are not carried out by white men, and even if they were, learn about basic statistical fallacies. The fact near zero number of people ever commit a mass shooting or act of terrorism is more important than X percent of race does shootings. And finally, Maybe you can do better than assume things about tragic events for retweets. Is that too much to ask? It's not the first time the VP's niece has come under spotlight. Last month, the LA Times reported that the White House had to tell Mina to stop using her aunt's name to promote her own brand. Terrible. Just terrible. I mean, it's just terrible. First of all, that's uh, that assum- assumption, that assumptiveness is part of racial profiling. So she figured some white dude went and shot up the supermarket over there, and it's a Syrian guy. Now, he's lived in the States for a while, mm-hmm. but he shot up. Now, you don't hear about him, all right, because he is uh, not a white guy. If it's a white guy, oh, brother, they're going to talk about his troubled past and all this kind of stuff. See what they do with this uh, dude over here. But, man, we happen to have actual recording when Kamala Harris heard about niece Mina Harris's assumptiveness, blaming the white race, the Caucasian race, when indeed it was a man of color. Let's use it that way. Well, I did not know that Mina Harris had a husband who Kamala Harris had to address as far as Mina's behavior. No me toques! No quiero! Oh my God, no te soporto. Me da asco. 
tú me caes súper mal, Juan. Bájame el tonito de voz. No sabes lo que tú hiciste, Juan. No te hagas el loco. Tú no me conoces. Esta mujer es más complicada. Uno trata de hablar. Con... Oh, ahora yo soy complicada. Bueno. Tengo hambre. Ponte a guiar. I tell you what, as I understand it, in the household, all they speak is Spanish. Right. It helps them uh, translate into today's modern society. It's practice. It's well, good practice. And the crazy part about it, she's over here blaming a white guy. And Kamala Harris's husband is white. Her uncle, Mina Harris, is hu he's white. Whether you believe it or not, you ought to just keep your mouth shut, you know? But that's just me, thinking out loud, kind of getting angry. You say, Smash, do you have any just good, warm... Loving type of news? Well, of course I do. Hello, friends. The nature of many phenomena in the world still hasn't been fully studied. One of them is the inextricable bond between twins. Yet another argument in support of this single soul theory is a story that took place at the UMass Memorial Hospital in Worcester, Massachusetts in 1995. On October 17th, twin girls Kyrie and Brielle Jackson were born there, 12 weeks before their due date. Each of them weighed less than a kilogram at birth. By the intensive care rules, each girl was placed in a separate incubator. It was supposed to help avoid the possibility of the girls getting infections from each other. From the very first days, Kyrie began to gain weight and develop well, but her twin sister Brielle wasn't doing quite that well. She could hardly breathe, had heart problems and low oxygen saturation. Things got much worse on November 12th. Baby Brielle cried for so long that she developed serious breathing problems. Her skin was turning blue. Seeing her bluish-gray fingers, the parents were in despair. When Brielle's condition became critical, Nurse Gale decided to try a different approach to bring her back to life. She did this with the parents' consent, who were willing to try anything for their baby to get better. And very soon, a miracle happened. As soon as the girls were placed together, Brielle moved closer to Kyrie and began to calm down, and her oxygen level went up. But an even greater shock for the adults was still coming. Kyrie suddenly held out her tiny hand and hugged her sick sister. Almost immediately, Brielle's heart rate stabilized and her temperature normalized. One might not have believed it if it weren't for the photo and recording devices. Everyone was in tears. The girls were left together and despite the limited space, they both began to develop much faster, especially Brielle. She was showing significant changes for the better. The story and the photographs of the two babies made it into the pages of Life and Reader's Digest. The moment when Kyrie hugged her little sister was called the saving hug. While the sisters were little, they didn't just sleep in the same crib all the time, but also tried to snuggle up to each other. The parents rejoiced at their strong friendship and good health. Even many years later, their father had tears in his eyes when he showed the family gallery of portraits and that very photograph with the saving hug. For the parents, it still felt as if it all happened just yesterday. Little Kyrie seems to hug each of us from this photo, reminding us of the need to love each other. Now, let's put it this way. That's a wonderful story, a beautiful story. And that's part of what, you know, hitting the headlines is all about, the beauty that is our world today. But those those twins, they, they do fight amongst each other. In fact, we happen to have some actual audio of the two twins fighting one you can tell has a really like a woman's voice and the other really has a low manly sounding voice but these are those twins in argument no me toques no quiero hablar contigo oh my god no te soporto me da asco 
Déjame hablar contigo. ¿Cómo voy a arreglar el problema? Tú sí que eres bien estúpido. ¿Tú sabes eso? Estúpido. Bueno. En verdad, tú me caes súper mal, Juan. Bí Bájame el tonito de voz. No sabes lo que tú hiciste, Juan. No te hagas el loco. Tú no me conoces. Esta mujer es más complicada. Uno trata de hablar con... Oh, ahora yo soy complicada. Well. Tengo hambre. You have something to say, Lily. Yeah, she said something in there about Baja, and the only yeah. thing that I can think of is she is mad that they ran out of Baja Blast at Taco mm. Bell. <laughs> That's the only thing. Or else they were going to take a trip to Baja. Maybe. And they didn't get to go. Possibly. But I'll go with Baja Blast. <laughs> I mean, that's... But, you know, the crazy thing about it is we're having fun over there with a lot of uh, folks who speak uh, internationally. But I had the same situation. A lot of people think, Smash, uh, you're a wonderful fellow. A lot of people. And uh, I'm I'm not the first Smash. There was a Smash before me. I'm a twin. And I'm really Smash 2.0. And my twin, Smash 1.0, who came out before me, Smash 1.0, it's just like the little girls right there. When he put his arm around my neck, He started choking me. I think that's because he had a jealousy at only three days of age. He had a jealousy choking Icer Smashington because he knew I would grow up to be somebody in the radio business. And he started choking me. Now, I thank my mom and dad and mama and papa smash, the elders, for arresting that young man. And right now, he's in solitary. He's been there since three days of age. Because he tried to choke me when he was an infant. With that in mind, all I can say is any of you folks out there who are young, effervescent, and full of life, do not try to choke somebody because they'll put you in jail. Just like Smash 1.0. Maybe we'll hear from him someday. But Smash 1.0 serves you right to suffer, but at the same time, I miss my brother. I miss 1.0. I miss him. ವರ್ಗಾವಣೆ ದಂಧೆ ಆರೋಪ ಮಹಾರಾಷ್ಟ್ರದಲ್ಲಿ ಎಂಬತ್ತಾರು ಪೊಲೀಸರ ಎತ್ತಂಗಡಿ ಸಚಿನ್ ವಾಜೆ ಆಪ್ತರ ವರ್ಗಾವಣೆ ಪೊಲೀಸ್ ಇಲಾಖೆ ಕ್ಲೀನಪ್ ಆಪರೇಷನ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಆಫ್ Smash, hitting the headlines, all right? Got you covered. No matter where in the world you are, covered right here. Why? Because this is Smash Daily. Oh, by the way, we have a lawnmower to give away. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash Daily on the big C. I tell you what, weather like this makes me think about, yeah, it's time to get into that new house. Yeah, it's time to get out of this house. Maybe you need to downsize. Kids are gone, whatever the case may be. Maybe you need to upsize because the kids are coming back, you know. A lot of kids are bringing their families too. So it might be that time for you to be thinking about housing shuffling. And when you're thinking about house shuffling, well, in this area, everybody knows about Landmark Realty. GodfreyLandmark.com. And with this weather, as it is, people starting to get into that house buying mode. Two reasons. Number one, time for a change, especially after this last year, right? And the mortgage rates are so low, it's like, wow, 
I can get into that size of house at that low a payment? And they're going to help me over there? Matt Horn and the crew over there at Landmark Realty? Yeah, they've been helping people all the years. All right, so here's what the deal is. You have opportunity to go to the website, GodfreyLandmark.com. And when you go to the Landmark, Mark, when you go to the GodfreyLandmark.com, you have the opportunity. And Lolo, uh, you need to learn how to whisper. You're a wonderful young man, but you need to lo- learn how to whisper over there. <laughs> wonderful young fellow right there, Lolo. He's uh, he's going to put somebody on hold. Okay. And two minutes. Yeah, it'll be two minutes. All right. All right. So now when you whisper, this this is not whispering. All right. So you go to GodfreyLandmark.com. Boom! Open to you is every house that's available here in the River Bend. You got a view from the front, from the side, from the back, from the roof. You see the whole landscape. I tell you what, you also have opportunity to get for yourself the opportunity to see what's happening as far as house sales are concerned as soon as they get on board as far as listening is concerned. So you got to hook yourself up to godfreylandmark.com get that new house if it's time for you to sell your house list with a leader that is landmark realty godfreylandmark.com smash daily because i am where you's at on 1071 the big z radio for the river bend baby it's not a That's Megs McCarthy right there. She's on this show this coming Friday. What time, Lolo? 4.30. 4.30, fantastic. You discovered, you almost, you discovered her, man. You're almost like Phil Spector before the jail time. <laughs> Bravo to you, my man. You, what are, a, you know talent. Man. What a way to describe oh, me. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's what you are. Without the uh, white man's afro, too. But Friday, <laughs> she's going to be on at around 4.20, did you say? Yeah. And we're calling her in Ireland. That's mm-hmm. where she is, man. I tell you what, this girl can sing. This girl can play the fiddle. And we always like to turn you on to new music here. And that's what we got covered for you this coming Friday right here on Smash Daily. Look who just came in here. We found him a little bit earlier, the commander who had been just wandering aimlessly on the highways and byways, also known as the streets of Alton, Illinois. We found him right in front of Fisher Lumber at the fire station. I got a call from the fire department and said, do you know a young man who calls himself a commander? All he's saying is, who are you, son? I'm the commander. Who are you, son? I'm the commander. They brought him back and put him up on his 14th floor bunker here at the Stratford. Is this the name of the place? Yes. Stratford. That's it. And the beauty of the commander is he has himself, a lot of people have bunkers underground. Mm. His is on the top floor of the hotel. That's he how you got to be the, when you're a commander. Well, yeah, he's, he's the, so it's he a penthouse bunker. It is a penthouse <laughs> bunker. <laughs> it's a the only way to go. I wish we could get invited, but uh, <laughs> hey, you are the commander. It is time to give away a lawnmower.
can see that I'm real Cause I've been making all these lawn care companies squeal And if you really want to battle then you better just go Cause I'm gonna mow over your face and then I'll watch it explode But oh no, did I say something wrong? Cause I'm that little lawn care dude making these songs And you want me to rap fast? Are you ready to go? Let's see if you can keep up with what I say in this flow So forget what you think if you think you're better than me You better believe that the hobbit is easy to make you freeze Wait, the lyrics is every degree she down your knees Lawn Care Fever, babe. I tell you what. Commander, that was a song that was playing. And you were on your phone doing a directive of some sort. Who were you directing where, sir? Well, I got the message that I had to be out of here by 545 because I've got an HOA meeting at 6. So An HOA? Yeah. What is that HOA? Homeowners Association. I know, at your, yeah. at your home. Yes, right. On the 13th floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's really a meeting of bunker owners. Uh, <laughs> penthouse bunker owners. Really small club. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, we'll make sure you uh, get there on time. It's just 13 floors up. But, uh Wonderful young man who, instead of using the elevator, likes to crawl the side of the building, considers himself a human Spider-Man. <laughs> now, it is time to give away a lawnmower. And this is a cool, cool lawnmower. And Nick Dar happens to be the commander here. And Nick, this is courtesy of the folks at Bertles. And well, it all sure, started. We're not giving it away. Well, no, it started at six as far it as the did, yeah. bidding is concerned. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, Pe- Peggy, who's on the line, I think, with us, she she paid for it. Yeah, but I mean, she, but now she, she wanted it in a way. Yes, yes right. she wanted it It's very exciting, too. Exactly right. So, hey, Peg, how you doing, kid? I'm great. How are you? All right. Your enthusiasm is only overwhelmed by mine. You just bid for a lawnmower <laughs> that is. $3,400 in value, and you got it for how much money, young lady? $2,734. Oh, nice, nice, nice. If we had an Not actual, bad. if we had an audience <laughs> here, they'd be applauding massively for you here in studio. <laughs> Serious business. Well, so, I, hey, Peggy. I am excited. I'm just con- trying to contain myself yeah. right now. <laughs> well, will you use that uh, for the actuality of cutting grass or as a second car? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I need it for cutting the grass, of course. Yeah, beautiful. How many acres you got to cut? One, two, three, twenty? Oh, I don't know. One and a half, maybe. That's good. That's good. I have a fairly uh, large side yard that uh, that I mow. It was pretty exciting. You kind of snuck in there at the, the very last minute and, and, and nabbed it, didn't you? I did. Listen, I had instructions from my son-in-law. He does this all the time on, I don't know, Amazon or something. And I said, how can I get in this last bid? And he said, wait for for the last 10 seconds. Yeah. I, was, I was so last nervous. 10 seconds. I really was. But he knew what he was doing, I guess, because I won it. I'm it excited. Yeah. Very excited. Well, I mean, not... I already crawled around on the trailer, looked at, looked at the whole thing, and I thought, I think I could, I actually think I could drive this one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me tell you this. Our producer, Lolo, who's as big uh-huh. a man as I, he sat on it, and we know it'll hold you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> it's good. After so now, this pan- after we, this pandemic, I've probably gained twenty pounds. Yeah, I know so. that story. Uh, <laughs> so now, Commander, this was all made in an arrangement with the folks at Bertles, right? Oh, Bertles Sales and Service, very uh, good partners of ours, and I think it was a great promotion for for them and for us. It was really, it was kind of like watching a sporting event towards yeah. the end as we were watching the right. last second bids come in. So it was, it was fun. Yeah. Well, can I? Uh, Peg, can I, I say? I, yeah, I, I had a great time, and I've dealt with Bertles with my other mower for the last 20 years. Oh, no kidding. So nice. You know them. Yeah, they're great people. Great people. Fantastic. Peggy mm-hmm. Stronsky is the young lady's name. She was a winning bid uh, as far as getting the, the big lawnmower is concerned, $3,400 lawnmower. Now, 
one question, and our commander is afraid to ask it because he has a place in this community that he has to, shall we say, stand to the fore. But if by chance sometime he would come to your house and hook up his little red wagon on the back of it, would you take him for a ride? I'd take him straight downtown for sure. And <laughs> take him straight oh, all the way through downtown and back. <laughs> Stay tuned for that <laughs> Facebook video coming up. We've got to a couple cocktails, though. Oh, okay. Now I'm in, yeah. <laughs> very, very good. So you're a lifetime Alton resident? I am. Beautiful, yes. beautiful. So you know Bertles, as you uh, mentioned uh, a little bit ago there. And so this mm-hmm. lawnmower, this lawnmower, you know what we need to do is give her one of those brand new for the public soon to be metal refrigerator stickers she could put all over the lawnmower yeah, right. that's what go. i'm thinking right. myself right. <laughs> the radio stations both radio stations we'll throw on a chip there. clip too oh yes exactly right man the chip clip could uh, hold the wires in the lawnmower if they ever needed to, to work on the engine they want to take it uh, back to Bertles. they do that kind of stuff you know you had no idea how good a deal you were getting <laughs> exactly. exactly right well i didn't know about the magnets but i'm really excited about that chip clip there you right yeah the chip all clip. worthwhile all the stress Worthwhile. Well, it's coming handy. Peggy, are you are you married? Uh, you got uh, children? You living on? I I won't ask you if you're living alone, but I mean, uh, you, how you living? <laughs> oh, that's. Uh... I'm uh, single. Yeah. I do have two grown daughters, and uh-huh. I have six grandchildren that fill wow. up my life. Well, so I tell all is good. I tell you what. Some of them uh, boys out there, them suitors out there, once they see that lawnmower, they be coming your way. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. That's the only reason I bought it, really. That's the only reason I bought it. Beautiful. <laughs> we need to get Peg on the show yeah, as a regular, she's good, right? Yeah. I dig that. Well, we just want to say congratulations. We're happy for you. We appreciate you listening not only to WBGZ, but you know we have a new uh, sister station, My Mix 94.3. And you can get the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s on there if you like that kind of music. I listen every morning and um, hear all the news, and I listen to the obituaries to make sure I'm not on there. And um, <laughs> I, listen, I listen every day. I do. I listen every day. Uh, well, you enjoy your <laughs> ride, enjoy. kid. Thank you, Peggy. Appreciate right. it. Thanks for listening and supporting thanks, us. Thanks for the call. All right. Thank and you. thanks to Bertles. And uh, I got to say, that's the that's kind of winter you want right there. That's right? awesome. Yeah, right there. Right. She, yeah. Beautiful. Hey, that's some of the good this stuff. This was fun. We should do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. We got more stuff coming. By the way, speaking of, next Wednesday, 4 to 6 o'clock, we smash daily. And Peg, come to this thing by right. chance. Uh, it, oh, she's gone. She okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's on her lawnmower and she's gone. But we are going to be doing the grand opening of the new theater uh, out there, exactly where is it located, Nick? At an Alton Square Mall. Right there. So we're, At the old Sears building, I think, right? Yeah, in that vicinity. Exactly so, right. right. Okay, so Kong, what's well, Godzilla versus Kong. So I'm going to take a poll right here. We're going to be doing this as we get ready for next Wednesday live there from the theater we broadcast. Godzilla versus Kong. Who wins that one? I like Kong. Uh, Particular reason why? Heart. Because he's got heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's I got more. That. Back to the thirteenth floor, there. He just wants it more. <laughs> well, he wants it more. He wants <laughs> the victory more. Who are you going with? Love. I go with Godzilla. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because he can breathe fire. If I'm not. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He got short arms, he's so he can't a, grab you, but he can burn you. Exactly. He's got a one up <laughs> on Kong there. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm going with Kong myself. I will align with you, sir. Uh, and one of the reasons. Suck up. You, no, I'm not a suck up. No, because you like Kong. 
can scale the side of this building like he scaled the uh, Empire State Building. That's yeah. where the meeting is. I got to head yeah, up there. Head to the meeting. <laughs> what if he called? What if, what if uh, Godzilla it takes fifteen that, minutes? That little pterodactyl yeah. flying bird thing that was that he fought, and they can could I, be. Can I give you a, a yeah. tip? This is Smash School of Broadcasting, six oh eight dash nine. Don't try to be my friend after you just call me suck up. Artist. You understand? <laughs> that? How about that? Is that, is that good by you? I, well, I kind of tend to agree. Exactly that's right. good. Yeah. So off to the thirteenth floor for you. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, you to reprimand in just a moment here. So <laughs> Play some commercials that's coming on. Congratulations, Peggy Stronsky got herself that lawnmower from WBGZ and Birdles. Listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. Smashdaily.com. We'll have to say that's a rocking tune right there. That is yeah. fantastic. That, yeah. of course, Iron Maiden, who on this date looks like 1982. 82? Mm-hmm. Nah, they got me on 80 right here. But a- anyway, their album, Number of the Beast, came out. And that's one of the uh, big songs that came off of that. Uh, you may have heard uh, Doug Jenkins playing Number of the Beast uh, earlier here during his portion of the, the day. Gleefully dancing, the same Irish jig that Mags McCarthy will be doing when she joins us on Friday. But he's a wonderful young man there. But I remember when they used to have their mascot or whatever you call it, the uh, mascot, Eddie. Yeah. Would come out and, it was, and the crowd would go nuts when Eddie would come. Eddie was 
Now, I'm not uh, maligning any other mascot, but Eddie was the Fred Bird of metal music. Yeah. That's the way I, I look at it. Yeah. And he, Eddie, would come and devour you. Fred Bird does the same thing. He puts his beak over your head. When he, you greet, are greeted by Fred Bird, he'll put his beak over your head. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Eddie, and he would devour the heavy metal crowd, and they would love him and scream for more devouration. Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, Iron Maiden? Because yes, I, am. I love these guys. Yeah, these guys are great. Yeah, he. I think Eddie was on every single cover of every single Iron Maiden album that well, they ever Well, he should released. be. their mascot. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. Fred Bird's on every uh, Cardinal type of thing, isn't he? Should have used me. You'd have been a good mascot. Yeah. You are a good mascot. Yeah, I know. In fact, I think you'll be the new mascot for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you'll always go before my arrival and you'll put your mouth over the heads of some of the folks. Lolo McLolo. Like, uh, yes, like uh, next Wednesday when we broadcast live from the theater. That's going to be so exciting That's, to me. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. it'd be fantastic, man. Fantastic. And Godzilla versus King Kong, that's the opening movie. And in the history of Alton, that's what's going to go down with these new theaters that are getting ready to open up there. So the beauty of it is I read up on them a little bit. The, the theaters, of course, are going to have big screens, but also going to have small screen theaters, uh, seats, and, and screen because there's certain movies that are better watched on the small screen. Right. Some of these, uh, you know, artsy-fartsy type of movies. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Right. Some of these Woody Allen type of things are better on that kind of a screen as opposed to a Godzilla. You need a Q-Mongo screen. That's why they got all new screens over there at the new theaters. Fantastic. Well, what a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. It's almost like being in love. I'm so happy that Kamala Harris is uh, working at the border. If I could hear her one more time, see if our mics are live there at the border with her talking with the immigrants, talking with the president of Mexico, talking with whoever it might be to ensure the fact that America is indeed contained within our border and that immigrants will not be allowed in illegally. Here she is, Kamala Harris, your vice president at the border, arguing with one of the immigrants who has one leg on the American side and the other leg on the Mexican side. And he's trying to get in America and she's pushing him backward and he's pushing forward. And when push comes to shove, you get two people who speak Spanish. It sounds like this. No, me no quiero hablar contigo. Pero mi amor, ¿cómo arreglamos? Oh my God, no te soporto. Me da asco. Déjame hablar contigo. ¿Cómo voy a arreglar el problema? Tú sí que eres bien estúpido. ¿Sabes eso? Estúpido. Mm. En verdad, tú me caes súper mal, Juan. Be- Bájame el tonito de voz. No sabes lo que tú hiciste, Juan. No te hagas el loco. Tú no me conoces. Esta mujer es más complicada. Uno trata de hablar. Con... Oh, ahora no soy complicada. Well. Tengo hambre. Again, she said something about Voss now. Is she talking about Betsy? Betsy DeVos? Yes. In fact, she might have. She might be. That's right, because she was there before. Yeah. So anyway, Kamala Harris now protecting our border. Thank you very much. I feel protected. I tell you what, knowing she speaks Spanish, I know I'm protected. Fluent. Hey, uh, let me do uh, some of these on these dates here. Boy, I can't wait to get outside. It's just a lovely day, you know. Not that I don't like it in here. I mean, you know. Commander, he's up on the 13th floor with the taking the glass panes out of the windows. He just looks out the open windows and gets a nice breeze off Sipping the, on a scotch. Muddy Mississippi. Sipping on a scotch right there with his binoculars, looking at various things. Claims he's eagle hunting with binoculars, <laughs> but 
I think he's looking for something else. On this date, a lot of people know that Commander is big into show business as far as the music is concerned, and he loves Broadway music. He is so happy that the Great White Way, Broadway, is getting ready to open up there uh, in New York City. In fact, he's going to be the first person at, well, as soon as they open up the Alton Little Theater here in, what, a couple, two, three weeks, it's going to be fantastic. But speaking of, 1943, Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein, or Hammerstein, depending on whether you're Sephardic or Reform. Oscar Hammerstein, the first musical, Oklahoma, it opened up on Broadway, ran for 2,212 performances. Wow. Are you familiar with Oklahoma? Yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma where the we... Wing goes whipping down the plane, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. 1955. I love this, and I'll tell you why. Because the man who I modeled my show business career after was in this. 1955, the Tennessee Williams play, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, opened on Broadway with Barbara Bel Geddes as Maggie. Elizabeth Taylor was Maggie in the movie. Burl Ives was Big Daddy. I loved Burl Ives. And Ben Gazzara as Brick. Now, in a movie... Wasn't it Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, I'm thinking, and Burl Lives was in there as Big Daddy, too. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? I've seen it, yeah, in my early years you as a have kid. Not. My, no, my, my... Talk to me, man. So my grandma and my mom this, this, made this me watch musicals. This therapy right now. You're, made you're me not. watch musicals. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why you're so fleet of foot? That's why. That is it. Your mom and your grandma forced you to watch Carousel, musical. I watched Carousel. My my grandma's favorite yeah. movie was was South Pacific. I love South yeah. Pacific. So yeah, that was her favorite movie. Yeah. So is that why you carry yourself with a jaunty walk? Because when I see you walk down the hall, it's jaunty. I dance like Christopher Walken. Okay. Oh, like, that's, I am super good at it. That's that's some good dancing. Salute to yeah. you. I didn't know you liked the the musicals. Hey, um, I'll never forget. I caught a call from uh, a friend of mine. You probably have heard of him. His name is John Mellencamp. So he calls me one day. He says, I just wrote a play with Stephen King. I said, the horror writer? I said, yeah. Oh, I got to find this tape. I think I know exactly where it is. I think I know exactly where it is. Anyway, he calls me. He says, we're getting ready to do Off-Broadway. It's called The Ghost Brothers. And that's the title of it. And in this, you'll need to sing. And in this you will need to play a part like Burl Ives in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, like Big Daddy. So Mellencamp calls me, sends me the script, sends me the audition part of the script. I do it. I send it back to him. He says, don't worry about coming to New York because I just got to give this to these guys because I can't play like I have a favorite, but I'm wanting you to come in and get this part. And so he got me in. I sent the tape of myself singing about the ghost brothers, the two brothers who got murdered, and I'm their father singing about the two kids. I'm sorry, you know, that uh, you got murdered and all this kind right. of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the thing about it was maybe it was the father who murdered them, right? So that's part of the mystery that he wrote there with Stephen King. Anyway, uh, it ran, it went about a year and had a little traveling uh touring uh, act for about a year also. So it ran for about two years. I didn't get the part, unfortunately. Oh, 
Oh, and I kicked ass on it too, man, because I, I know what kick ass is, man. And uh, the guy who got the part, do you, did you ever watch a movie on TV called Deadwood? Oh, yeah. No, all right. So the sheriff of Deadwood, Ian McSomething or other, mm-hmm. Irish actor, mm-hmm. he's the one who got that part. I didn't even know he could sing. Dang on it. it. So, but Mellencamp tried to get you know give me a big solid right there. So I'll always love him for that because me and him, we, I used to be his booking agent, believe it or not, in the seventies when he was up and coming. His band was so bad, they were called the Mason Brothers because yeah. they were all Masons because they worked at quarries in Seymour, Indiana, and uh, they were so bad. But he was nice and everything. So I said, okay, we'll go ahead and our company. Uh, which I was half owner, uh, our booking agency will will book your band. Mm-hmm. And so we did. They're called the Mason Brothers. We call them the Mason Sisters because they were so bad. Very, very bad. We couldn't get them too many gigs because they blew. And he and I just laugh about that all the time. I interviewed him about that uh, back in the uh, early radio days and everything. But uh, I had the chance to be one of my heroes, Burl Ives. Now, do you remember in this, any of the songs by Burl Ives? Um, a little bit of tear let yeah. me down. Yeah. You don't remember that. I, I do remember. How old are you? I'm 36. Since when? But you have to remember, I worked in traditional country radio, so we played a lot of Burl Ives no in traditional way. country radio. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You would be surprised how many gold discs I pulled out yeah. and I saw Burl Ives on one of the tracks of that gold disc. Did you and ever play was, Red Rock Candy Mountain? No. That was one of my favorites. Man. No. Yeah. Big Rock Candy Mountain, I mean. Yeah. Can you find that real quick, Big Rock Candy Mountain? No, nah, it's time to leave, Dagon. Tomorrow I'm going to play Big it. Rock Candy Mountain. Dog yeah. on it. Yeah, is that Dog what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, so hey, everybody, uh, or anybody, or hey, you. Uh, thanks for listening. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, smash, smash. Dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, 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 I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash.